Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 25. So grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. It's hard enough. Then you are checking Facebook and you got... On this platform, on this church, with media and people listening to sermons, you think, oh, people listen to sermons all around the world. That's an awesome thing. Well, maybe not. Because maybe they, somebody somewhere heard something that they don't like. And everybody in this culture that we live in, they feel free to tell you what they don't like. I call them keyboard bullies. Because huh? you would never tell me that to my face. I know you wouldn't. Because I love the Lord. (laughs) Don't get that twisted. I love the Lord with all my heart. Oh, I feel it deep. But you wouldn't say that to my face. Because I might have to say I love Jesus. (laughs) Now I got to handle my business. And then I come back over here. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. (laughs) As you picking yourself up off the floor. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard when people are trying to split the church. And they go here. And they try to split the church because they have a little Bible study over here, and I hear about it. It's a little Bible study, and you ask, oh, it's just a little Bible study. Really? One time a guy had just a little Bible study, and later on I come to find out he had uh, all the papers with the state filed, bank account filed, uh, uh, name of the church, and 60 people from this church going to that church. So that's why we want to know if we, if we hear that there's a Bible study, we, we want to know about it. Great. Have a Bible study. Great. Enjoy the word. We want you to do that, but be decent and respectful and tell the leadership. We, amen. I'm going to wait till you clap your hands. That's, that's, that's right. That's right. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. David is dealing with a situation here that is extremely hard. It's not natural to be able to to do what Jesus said. Jesus said in Luke 6, 27 through 31, Jesus said, I say to you who hear, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you and bless those who curse you and pray for those who dispose spitefully use you and to him who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks you 
and from him who takes away from your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you do also to them. What Jesus is asking us to do as believers is not natural. That is supernatural. Matter of fact, it's impossible without the help of the Spirit. Well, notice in verse 14, we got to move forward. One of Nabal's servants heard Nabal's response to David's men, and they knew it was insulting. And notice they didn't go to Nabal. Did you get that? Because they knew Nabal was a scoundrel. His own servants knew that about him. In other words, Nabal is rude and inconsiderate. inconsiderate. They went to Abigail. Nabal's servant said, listen, Ab, those guys were nice to us out there. We weren't hurt. Nobody stole anything. Look at verse 15. They said, Ab, they were, all, they were a wall for us at night and keeping the sheep for us. Look at verse 18. Look at verse 18. Then Abigail, looking at verse 18, say I'm looking at him. Then Abigail made haste, and she took 200 loaves of bread. Notice this wise, beautiful, godly woman. She took 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five sheep already dressed, five seeds of roasted grain, 100 clusters of raisins, 200 cakes of figs, and loaded them on donkeys. They must have had a big kitchen. That's a lot of stuff. And she said to her servants, go on before me and see, I'm coming after you. But she did not tell her husband Nabal. And so it was as she rode on the donkey that she went down under cover of the hill. And there were David and his men coming down toward her. And she met them face to face. And David said, surely in vain I have. This is what he's saying on his way. Surely in vain I've protected all this fellow has in the wilderness so that nothing was missed of all that belongs to him and he has repaid me evil for good. May God do so and more also to the enemies of David if I leave one male of who, uh, male of all who belong to him by morning light. Now, when Abigail saw David, she dismounted quickly from the donkey, fell on her face before David and bowed down to the ground. So she fell at his feet and she said, oh, me, on me, my Lord, on me, let this iniquity be. And please let your maidservant speak in your ears and hear the words of your maidservant. Please let not my Lord regard this scoundrel Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name and folly is his game. Nope, folly <laughs> is with him. That's what it says. But doesn't it fit? Nabal is his name. Folly is his game. Y'all ain't know I could rap like that, did you? <laughs> Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. But I, your maidservant, did not see the young men of my Lord whom you sent. Now, therefore, my Lord, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, since the Lord has held you back from coming to bloodshed and from avenging yourself with your own hand, now then let your enemies and those who seek harm for my Lord be as Nabal. And now this present 
which your maidservant has brought to my Lord, let it be given to your young men who follow my Lord. That's an important statement from this very wise woman. Please forgive the trespass of your maidservant, for the Lord will certainly make for my Lord an enduring house. She knows David is to be king because of my Lord fights the battles of the Lord. David, you fight the battles of the Lord and evil is not found in you throughout your days. Yet a man has risen to pursue you and seek your life. She knows about Saul, but the life of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of the living with the Lord your God and the lives of your enemies. He shall sling out as from the pocket of a sling. And it shall come to pass when the Lord has done For my Lord, according to all the good that he has spoken concerning you and has appointed you ruler over Israel, that this will be no grief to you, nor offense of of heart to my Lord, either that you have shed blood without cause or that my Lord has avenged himself. But when the Lord has dealt well with my Lord, then remember your maidservant. Saints, stop right there. Give me your attention. Abigail, knowing the custom, made haste. I find it interesting that she didn't head for the hills and she didn't flip out and she didn't freak out. She's a wise woman. She made haste. She knew something had to be done and she did what Nabal should have done in verse 18. She took 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five already dressed sheep, a hundred clusters of raisins, two fig, 200 fig cakes. She put them on a donkey. Verse 42, actually, if you fast forward and look there, it tells us she had five maid servants with her. Now think about this. If they had this much food on hand, it makes Nabal look even worse not to give them what is due. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 13, verse eight, Oh, no one, anything except to love one another for he who loves another has fulfilled the law of God. Nabal should be ashamed of himself if they have that much and he still didn't give them anything. Well, notice in verse 21, David is hot. No more Mr. Nice guy. David is mad. And the longer he thinks about it, the more stirred up he gets. You notice that? David's riding and thinking, I helped these guys for nothing. Because of me, they didn't have anything stolen. Because of me, the shepherd, uh, the, the sheep are all present and accounted for. I'm the one that watched the sheep night and day. This guy has a nerve to repay me with evil for good. What I did, look at verse 22. David said, if I leave one male alive who belonged to him by morning, may God do so to me. That's an interesting verse. Anybody reading the King James Version? If you're reading King James, just, just, just King James, not New King James, King James. Uh-huh. Okay. If you're, reading the, all right. if you're reading the King James Version, it says, So and more also do God unto the enemies of David, if I leave all that pertains to him by morning light, any that pisseth against the wall. Now, if you're reading King James, this is the only time you can say this in church and get away with it. <laughs> Because it's in the Bible. Amen. You got to love King James, don't you? It's an idiom 
about simply just getting all the men. Now get the scene. Abigail wants to get David before David gets Nabal. Notice she went down under cover of the hill and she hid there until she could see David. And she sees David coming down. Now remember, David is hot. He is ready to kill someone. As soon as David gets there, she jumps off the donkey, falls down and bows before David. And let me tell you something. This is one smart woman. She knows just what to do, doesn't she? David is angry as a hornet, and all of a sudden, standing there is a beautiful woman, and behind her is a donkey loaded with good food. They say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So y'all, nothing new under the sun. This stuff didn't just come about. They get, people get this stuff from the Bible. They just don't say it. Well, she's smart, and she's wise, because notice she calls David. Got your pen? This is interesting. She calls David my Lord 14 times in this chapter. She calls herself the Lord's maidservant at least 12 times in this chapter. I think of Proverbs 31, 26. She opens her mouth with wisdom. The law of kindness is on her tongue. In other words, there are times that she can't open her mouth because of what comes out might not be kind. Abigail doesn't get off the donkey and say, David, what's up with you? You're the next king and you're acting like a raving maniac. No, she fell at his feet and said, upon me, let this iniquity be and let your maidservant have a word with you. She's asking him, can David, can, look, ladies, let me help you, all right? Sometime, us men's need to be spoken to kindly. Say amen, ladies. Y'all sitting there like. (laughs) I don't think I like this sermon. (laughs) And you ain't heard a word I said on Sunday because I told you Sunday, every sermon ain't for you. But this one is, all right? (laughs) So listen quick. Be kind. Don't, 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 don't be that woman. Always, you know, men, we, we can't handle that. And I'm, I'm going to hold it down for the brothers. Y'all need to, brothers, y'all need to pray for me. I need about five of y'all right here. Because <laughs> somebody going to run up here, Captain, you might need to get in action. We can't handle that. That's too much. You always... Don't do that. She didn't do it. Take Abigail. I'm coming in the door tonight. Somebody says to me, are you preaching about Abigail? I said, yes. She said, oh, she's my favorite. And I'm thinking, that is a wise woman as well. You need to take your notes from Abigail. Don't listen to your girlfriend who ain't married. And she ain't married for a reason. I'm trying to help you. She ain't married for a reason. Or she been married four or five times. It's like, if you've been married two, three, four times, if you ever think the problem is not him, it just could be you. 
I don't, just saying. <laughs> just saying. That's it. Just saying. Don't be like that. Men can't, we can't handle it. She didn't jump off. David, were you, were you all trying to come down here and kill my foolish husband? I know he's a fool. I've been calling him a fool all his life. But you can't call him a fool because I'm his wife. You ain't his wife. You ain't nobody yet. David, the king is still on the throne. You, where are you at? You running around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. That's what we do. We literally like, we flipped you off way back when you said fool. We ain't hearing you. I'm sorry, fellas, if you're with your wife, take her by the hand and say, listen up, honey. And if you ain't with your wife, get the CD and give it to her. Wrap it up. Nice. Give it to her like, like, you, like you give her a piece of jewelry. Like you get like a nice piece of jewelry and like wrap it all up and put a nice bow on it and go, here, honey. And she opens it up and it's a CD of this teaching. Right where the part I go, <laughs> don't be like that. We don't do that. And we don't hear you. We hear you when you are kind. We hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we hear you when you bring it down a couple decibels. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll pick on the men next week, okay? That make you happy? When you bring it down a couple decibels. I think of uh, memory verse, ladies. Proverbs 27, 15 through 16, a nagging wife is an annoying as a constant dripping on a rainy day. Trying to stop complaints is like trying to stop the wind or hold something with greased hands. <laughs> New Living Translation. A constant dripping on like a tin roof. It's like, uh, will it ever stop? <laughs> no, it's not stopping. <laughs> Ladies, you got you, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really seriously, we can laugh and it's, and it's, it's great, but I, I mean that. Men are just, we are just not like that. We just cannot handle that. It is a turnoff. It is a complete bummer. It, it, it does nothing but escalate. The Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. A soft answer. Get that in your head. A soft answer turns away wrath. Not you bringing it up from zero to 60. I'm like, I need you to bring it down a couple decibels. I can't hear a word you're saying. It's so, starting to sound like, like Charlie Brown, like, after a while, it just gets one tone. Bring it down. Be kind. Take Abigail's advice. Just like she said, she, it's my, she said, it's my fault. Let the iniquity be on me and let your maidservant, can I have a word with you? That's how you, if you got to talk to your husband, that's how you start it. In case you don't know, that's how you started, sweetie. <laughs> Listen to me, I'm trying to help you. You better write it down. 
sweetie? Yes. <laughs> sweetie? Yes. May I have a word with you? Well, why? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Yes, what, what, do you, what would you like to talk about? Well, you know, I've got, this has happened and this has happened. And, oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, you know, we should discuss that. Well, let's, let's look at it like this. And this, this is the way men, this is how we do stuff. Well, let's solve the problem. Okay, let's not talk about the problem for like three hours. Let's solve the problem. The problem. Let us uh, solve uh, the problem. Because that's what we men do. We like to solve the problem, not talk about the problem. Just real give us a quick little brief synopsis of what the problem be. Huh? Just real brief. And then let's talk about solutions. Right? And then, amen, brothers? Y'all know I ain't feeling that. Y'all sitting there going, amen. <laughs> Verse 26, she said to David, as the Lord lives and your soul lives, it was God who kept you back from shedding blood. Look at Verse 26. Oh. It was God who kept you back from shedding blood. It was God who kept you from avenging yourself with your own hand. Let those who seek harm for my Lord be a fool as my husband. Now notice this is a wise woman, as I said, and she's very, she's a wordsmith, very crafty with her words. She says, David, it's the Lord that kept you from shedding blood. And she, this woman knows how to get to the heart of the matter because the heart of the matter is a matter of the heart. And she knows how to get there because she says to David, David, it's the Lord that kept you from shedding blood. Don't let this fool of a husband of mine ruin your reputation. Abigail said, David, you're more than this. And let anyone who seeks your harm be like a fool, like my husband. She says, just like his name says, he's a fool. Folly characterizes his life. And I can't tell you how many times God has used some Abigail in my life in ministry. Sometimes that Abigail comes in the form of a staff pastor who, you know, something happened here at the church or something. And I say, that's it. I can't stand it no more. That's it. I'm ready to do something stupid. And then God uses an Abigail. Sometimes a pastor, sometimes Miss Elvira's name changes to Abigail. Very sobering. Because, you know, I, you know I, th that's one of the things that I'm like being incredibly vulnerable right now about um, like when I get angry about something, I get turned up. My family will tell you, I, I like, I like being like, my wife called me the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Cause I, I get like, it just bothers me, bothers me, bothers me, bothers me, bothers me. And then now I'm just like, I'm, a, I'm nuts because it's just bothering me and I can't stop it. And so I, you need an Abigail 
sometime to come and say, hold it, that's not you. That's not you. And if you do this, it's going to ruin your name. Even though you might be right. In the kingdom of God, listen, what is right about how you feel about being right, and then I'm going to let y'all go because I, I, we, there's too much to talk about, and, and I should just stop. In the kingdom of God, what you think is right and what really may be right sometimes is not necessarily the right thing to do. Sometimes you have to deal with the wrong because it's right. You got to deal with the wrong because it's right. Regardless of what you feel. And Abigail is saying, David, this is not you. This is not your character. This is not the kind of person you are, David. This would ruin your reputation. You know, sometimes you just got to take a deep breath, and it's nice to have an Abigail around. Amen? To just say, take a deep breath and just say, God help me. Sometimes you got to take a deep breath and say, God help me. Because if you don't, you're going to knock somebody out. In Jesus' name, of course. You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch and Calvary Chapel Cary, located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. You may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccarry.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light. Let me be a salt.